So um, about last summer, uh, probably in, in June, when we celebrated the Feast of the Body and Blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, the bishops of the United States in, uh, created an initiative, and it's called uh, Eucharistic Revival Movement. And the bishops created this initiative in response to a crisis that's affecting every American lives today. And they chose this particular movement, a Eucharistic revival, as their means of responding to this crisis because they see in the American people that a lot of people know that the solution to this crisis is Jesus Christ. And that a lot of these people know that Jesus Christ, so that he could be available to anyone who desires him, choose to be truly present to us in the Eucharist. That he's truly present when we behold the Eucharist. And therefore, uh, the bishops were able to know that he is truly present, that he is the solution that is truly present. But what the bishops also realized because of a survey that happened about three years ago is that these people, the American Catholics, they know it, but it seems like it's not translating into living it. Because as a result of that survey, over 50% over 50 of American Catholics know what the church teaches about the Eucharist. And they know that, the Eucharist, that Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist. But there is a disconnect. They know what the church says about the Eucharist, but they feel disconnected. Over 50% of American Catholics feel disconnected from the Eucharist. They feel like the Eucharist is not anymore truly the body and blood soul and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. They feel like they don't anymore find meaning in the Eucharist. As I was looking into the survey, I was kind of like reading into it and studying the survey, one thing I realized about the survey is that it kind of boils down to one of a couple of things. And I think that, that for us, as I was looking into it, I realized that it boils down into realizing the difference between knowing and living the experience. That there is a difference between knowing something and living the experience of that particular thing. So let me just give one example that might be relevant to a lot of us, hopefully. When we know that the saints are playing today, a lot of us would put on our team colors, our team shirts that represent the saints. And I think we, we do that because we want to show to the people that we are truly fans of the New Orleans saints. But there is a difference between knowing the saints and living the experience of being saints fan. When you know the saints, you just know who they are, who they're playing against, uh, what are the odds in their favor, uh, prob uh, probably try to guess the score, uh, who's going to win, statistics, and all these things and that. But if, when you truly live the experience of being a saints fan, this is what happens. It begins on a Friday, when you check your medicine cabinet to make sure you have enough supply of blood pressure medicine. And then on Saturday, you check to make sure you have enough drinks available in the fridge, whether to raise it up and to congratulate the saints for winning or to drink it to drown the sorrows of the saints losing the game. And then on Sunday, after the game, you could see all of these expert commentaries on Facebook, whether praising the, saint, the, the, the saints winning the games or just trying to kind of blame it on the referees because they choose to be, you know, one-sided on the other team. When you see people like that, you can truly see that they're not only, that they don't, that not only do they know about the saints, but they truly live this experience of being a saints fan. 
And this lived experience does not just happen overnight. It takes a while for you to reach into that particular stage in your life. You choose to be intentional in following the saints, not just once, not just twice, but almost every weekend of your life. You choose to know their story and to embrace their history. And you choose to be there even when they don't seem to give you what you're looking for, which is a win. You choose to follow the saints. You choose to be there for them. Uh, in and out, whatever happens to them, you choose to commit yourselves to following them. And so when that happens, you, didn't, you truly start to live your life around this particular following of being a saint's fan. And I think we can uh, apply that same dynamic when it comes to um, our spiritual lives today, when it comes to our relationship with the Lord. And I don't even have to explain this any deeper because our two readings today actually give us a good witnessing of the kind of life that we are called to in committing ourselves to a lived experience with our Lord. In our first reading today, the Maccabean mother and, his, and her son showed to us what it means to truly be able to live the life, to bear the fruits of a lived experience of following God. That is why even in the midst of their trials, even when they were threatened with death, with persecution, they chose to stand for God. Because they were able to live, they were able to experience what it means to live a life worshiping God. And they were able to see the fruits of what it means to experience living in the presence of God. And we see that too in our second reading today with St. Paul. St. Paul was able to know the fruits of what it means to live with God. St. Paul was able to experience God's faithfulness and God's willingness to protect us from the evil one because he experienced that himself. And he did not just experience that by knowing about God. He lived his life around God. He was intentional, and he chose to give his life to him. And I think that in our reflection of these two readings today, we can see this particular reason of why the bishops of the United States also uh, invites everyone to this particular Eucharistic revival movement. Because the aim of this movement is to deepen our relationship with our Lord through the Eucharist. So that in doing so, we can live this life here on earth and be able to live it for others. What the bishops, see, what the bishops saw with this particular crisis happening today is that there will come a time not far, in, not far into the future when we will be asked in the public square to make our stand as Christians, to make our choice whether we are really for God or not. And the only reason we can truly say with courage that we are Christ through and through is when we live in an experience of that relationship with him and be able to receive the fruits of that experience, of that encounter. So I think that that's our invitation this morning as we celebrate this Mass and reflect on the readings. This invitation to be more intentional in finding time to spend with our Lord, not only to be more intentional about receiving him today as we continue with our celebration of Mass, but to be more intentional in spending time with him. Get to know who is this Eucharist that we will receive today. Get to know Christ who desires to draw us into him. So that as we continue to grow deeper in that relationship with him, then we can also experience what St. Paul said in our second reading, that when we go to God, 
God, Jesus Christ, will lead us to the love of the Father and to the endurance that we need from Jesus Christ.